Sergeant Arthur Lowe, John LeMetra, and Clive Dunn in Dad's Army. The Deadly Attachment, featuring John Laurie, Arnold Ridley, and Ian Lavender, with this week's guests, Frank Williams, Philip Malick, Larry Martin, and Fraser Carr. Here is the news, and this is John Snag reading it. The war in Europe continues unabated, as Hitler persists in his attempts to become its supreme master. As far as Britain is concerned, Adolf's latest threat of invasion is by parachute troops. In his headquarters at Warmington-on-Sea, Captain Mannering, the CO of the local Home Guard unit, is talking to his men about this very subject. Now, pay attention. Today, I received a new directive from JHQ regarding Nazi parachutists. They have come up with some useful advice which we should all carefully note. Make sure you're not under him when he hits the ground. That'll do all. <laughs> it's very important. Now, JHQ says that uh, there is a danger that home guard units might confuse British pilots who have had to bail out with actual German parachute troops. So, to avoid confusion, a good point to remember is the fact that no British plane contains more than six men. Especially after they've jumped out. Especially after... Walker. <laughs> Where was I? Ah, yes. If a Nazi parachutist is floating down with his hands up, would you think this was strange? Not half as strange as if he was floating up with his hands down. Yeah, Walker. <laughs> I will warn you again. Now, if the parachutist has his hands up, this does not necessarily mean that he's surrendering. He could have a grenade concealed in each hand. So watch it. Pike, pop into the office. Answer the phone. Yes, Mr. Manry. By the way, Wilson. Yeah, While we're on the subject of grenades, mm. have you primed our stock of Mills bombs? Well, no, sir. You see, I... I told uh, you to do it yesterday. What good are they unprimed? Oh, but it's uh, awfully dangerous, sir. War is awfully dangerous, Wilson. <laughs> I want those bombs ready for instant use. See to it tonight. Right, sir. Mr. Van Rien, yes. you want it on the phone. It's GHQ. Very important. Thank you, Pine. Take over, Wilson. Oh, very good, sir. Captain Mannering here. Ah, oh, Mannering. Uh, Colonel Winters here, GHQ. Uh, listen, I've got a very important <coughs> job for you to do. Oh, excellent, sir. What is it? I've just had a message from the police. A fishing boat has picked up the captain of a U-boat and seven members of his crew. They're down at the harbour now, locked in the hold. By Joe, this, this is good news, sir. Well, I want you to go and collect them and take them back to your place. Oh. Well, I'm not really sure whether my wife Elizabeth would like that. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I don't mean your home mannering. I mean where you are now, your HQ. I'll send an armed escort over to collect them from you as soon as possible. Oh, very good, sir. We'll take good care of them in the meantime. Oh, they won't give you much trouble. They've been drifting about for two days in a rubber dinghy. Anyway, good luck. Thank you, sir. Goodbye, sir. By Jove. Face to face with the enemy at last. Pay attention, man. Pay attention, everyone. Now, that, uh, that call was to say that a fishing boat has picked up a U-boat crew. And we've been detailed to go down to the harbour and collect them. Mr. Manning, this is very exciting. I can't wait to get at them. I'll just fix my bayonet, sir. Put, 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 put that bayonet away, Jones. 
Plenty of time for that when we get there. Oh, I can't help it, sir. When I get even a whiff of action, I reach for my bandit. It's second nature. I tell you, it's second nature. Yes, sir. all right, all right. Just fall the men in outside. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Look alive there. Falling outside. Wilson, Pike. You two stay here. While the rest of us go down to the harbour, I want you to prime all grenades. If you insist, sir. I do. I want more. I want it done by the time we get back with those jerrys. Oh, that's not fair, Uncle Arthur. Hmm? I wanted to go down to the harbour and help collect the Germans. Oh, well, I'm sorry, you, Frank, you, you can't, so just stop moaning, will you? Just come into the vicar's office, will you? And we'll make a start on the grenades. Oh, all right, Uncle Arthur. Okay, you guys, this is a showdown. Share this pineapple amongst you. Goodness sake, be careful what you're doing with that grenade. The Chicago gangsters used to call these pineapples, Uncle Arthur. I saw it in that film, Scarface, with Paul Mooney. Yes, I, I, I don't care. You see, I, I don't care what the Chicago gangsters call them. J- j- just be careful. They're, they're very dangerous. Oh, these are quite safe. They haven't been primed yet. You know, I, I really don't like handling these detonators. I mean, they're so risky, you see. Oh, Lord, there are only two left in this box. Hmm? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's another box here. Yeah, but that label says dummy primers for what? training purposes only. We don't want dummies. They're no good. Hey, look, look. Hey, there's hmm? another box of real ones at the back here. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Frank. Wait, now look. How would it be if we were to put these dummies in the grenades instead of the real thing? Hmm? Well, Mr. Manning would be awfully cross if he finds out. Yes, but somehow I can't help thinking it'll be even more cross if we all get blown to Kingdom Come. What? Now, come on, let's get started. Jones, put their hands down now. Right, sir. Now listen, you lot. You can put your handies down. Come on, handies down. Lower than that. Come on, in. That's better. That's better. Permission to speak, sir? Yeah. The Germans' handies are now down, sir. <laughs> I can see that. <coughs> Fraser, uh, get the Lewis gun. Set it up on the stage so that it has a clear sweep of the hall. Aye, aye, sir. Walk up. Yep. Go and get the vicar's stepladder. Right, you are, Mr. Mannery. Jones. Get those prisoners into a tight group in the middle of the hall. Yes, sir. Right, sir. Come on, you lot. Come on now. Come on. And the double in the hand. Oh, hello, sir. You're back then. Did the uh, did the Germans give you any trouble? Not really, Wilson. Ah. But they're an ugly mob. Especially their captain, Muller. Have to watch him. He's a surly brute. Uh, He's done nothing else but sneer and smoke cigarettes. Really? I wonder if he's got any to spare. I'm right out of it. <laughs> this isn't a cocktail party, Wilson. No. Did you and Pike prime those grenades? Yeah, well, Mr. Manning, you see, we started... Yeah, I, I, I think well, I can honestly say, sir, that all the grenades now have detonators in them. Good. I'm very glad to hear it. Mr. Manning, sir, I wish to report that the German prisoners are now in a muddle in the middle of the hall. I'm <laughs> they're in a huddle in the middle of the hall. Yeah, all right. Oh, Thank you, Jerry. I... Just a minute. What's Walker doing chatting to them? Walker! Walker! I told you to go and get the vicar's steps. Oh, uh, yes, sorry, Mr. Mannering. Uh, just going. Now, don't forget, Fritz. Yeah. Sorry, mates. I'm in a market for purchasing Nazi daggers, swastikas, yeah. signed pictures of Adolf, <laughs> that sort of thing, badges. I'll give you a good price, all right, mate. Yeah. Walk. What do you think you're doing? How dare you fraternise with the enemy? Go and get those steps. I'm on my way, Mr. Mannering. Here. Here's the Lewis gun, sir. 
It's all loaded and ready. Good. Set it up on the stage. Very good, sir. Permission to speak, sir. Just turn. Well, sir, how about cutting the German's trouser buttons off, sir? Of course, sir, if we cut their trouser buttons off and they try to run away, it would show at once that they are something unusual. <laughs> I am Capitaine with the German Navy. I refuse to let you drop my trousers. <laughs> right, Captain Muller. I'll deal with it. The Geneva Convention clearly states that prisoners of war will not be put into humiliating positions. You'll be in a humiliating position, mate. You'll get my baited up, you. Don't <laughs> you threaten me, you silly old fool. I am not old. I am not all old. Right, all right, Jones, Jones. <laughs> and you, Captain Muller, don't stand with your men. And don't speak until he's spoken to. I am warning you, Captain... You see, Wilson, that's the sort of incident Swine were up against. Yes, sir. <laughs> he uh, has got rather an abrupt manner, I know, but perhaps you ought to make allowances for him. After all, he is probably upset because we sank his submarine. <laughs> Where are these steps, Mr. Mannering? Set them up over there by the main doors. Right, we'll be able to keep an eye on the entire hall from the top of those. Pike! Yes, Mr. Mannering? Take a Tommy gun and climb onto the top of those steps. Mr. Van Rien, you know I don't like going up ladders. <laughs> I'll get terrible verdigrease. <laughs> don't argue, boy. Get up there at once. Oh, really? Why is it always me always having to go up? Hey, it's ever so wobbly. Do as you're told. Godfrey. Did you call, sir? Yes, Godfrey. Hold Pike's ladder. Oh, yes, Mr. Van Rien. Now, what can that be? Well, obviously, somebody ringing up, sir. Yeah, thank you, Wilson. <laughs> Take charge here. Very good, sir. Hello? Captain Mannering here. Ah, uh, Colonel Winters here, GHQ. Everything all right, Mannering? Yes, yes, thank you, sir. I've got the prisoners safe and sound. They're all ready for you to pick up. Oh, that's just it. I'm afraid the escort won't be able to get over there till tomorrow morning. You mean to say that we've got to look after them all night? Uh, sorry, can't do anything about it. Oh, just give them a blanket each and bed them down. Oh, and um, give them something to eat, of course. But we've only got our own sandwiches, Colonel. Well, send out for some fish and chips. Send up? Well, I'll see you get the money back. Uh, be over about eight in the morning. Cheerio. Cheerio. Goodbye, sir. Fish and chips. <laughs> really? Well, sir... Wilson. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. That was GHQ. Oh. The escort can't get over until the morning. The prisoners have got to be here all night. Right. Now, you lot, pay attention. My goodness me, they're, they're awfully well disciplined, sir. Nothing of the sort. Slavish blind obedience. <laughs> Not like the cheerful, light-hearted discipline that you get with our own Jolly Jack Tars. <laughs> oh, really, sir? These men, these men are part of a nation of unthinking automatons. Led by a lunatic who looks like Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> How dare you compare our glorious leader with that non-Aryan clown? You see this notebook, Captain? I am going to make a list of all your insults. Your name will go on this list. And when we win the war, you will be brought to account. Put down what you like there. You're not going to win this war. Oh, yes, we are. Oh, no, you're not. Oh, yes, oh, we no. are. <laughs> so are you well? You boy, your name will also go on the list. What is it? Don't tell him, Pike. Oh. <laughs>
So it is Pike. Thank you. Get out of here, Captain Buller. I've had just about enough of this. Tell your men that they're going to be here all night and they'd better behave themselves. Now get on with it. If you insist. Uncle Arthur, what is it? What is it, Frank? I don't think it's fair, my name going on the list. I was only joking. Well, you should be more careful, you see, Frank. I mean, you, you know that the Germans haven't got a sense of humour. But you said much worse things about Hitler, eh? He said much worse no, things. No, no, no. Frank, 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 Frank. Be quiet. He'll hear you. Do, you. do you think if you talk to him nicely, he'd take my name off the list? <laughs> I shouldn't think so for a moment. Walk up. Yes, Captain Mannering? What time does the fish and chip shop shop? <laughs> uh, Ten o'clock, sir. Ah, good. You'll just about make it. Okay. Here's ten shillings. Go down and get some fish and chips for the prisoners. Eh? Yeah, all right, sir. Wilson! Jones! Come over here with me. I want to talk to you. Right, sir. Right, right then. That's eight cotton chips. I want place. <laughs> okay, seven cod, one place. Who wants vinegar? Can they put their hands up? One moment. There will Essig. One, two, three, four. Four with vinegar. How many with salt? Maybe it's that. One, two, three. Right. Now, let's see if I've got this right. That's four with vinegar, three with salt. I was just taking the order, sir. One thing more. I don't want any soggy chips. <laughs> I want mine crisp and light brown. How dare you. <laughs> you listen to me. You'll have what you're given. And if I say you'll eat soggy chips, you'll eat soggy chips. <laughs> For goodness sake, one o'clock... You think old man and let some of us ticket and turns to get some sleep, would you know? Ah, it's no use, Jock. He won't let us take our eyes off those Germans for one second. He's become obsessed. Hey, cut Mannering. Yes, Fraser. I don't know if you've noticed, but yon cop Muller never takes his eyes off you for a single moment. If you were to ask my opinion, I'd say... He doesn't like you very much. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't like to be in your shoes, sir, if he was to turn the tables on us. Don't worry, Walker. Not much chance of that. Ah, perhaps they come for the prisoners after all. Good evening, everyone. He, oh, it's you, Vicar. <laughs> Good evening, Captain Maverick. What on earth are you doing here at this time of night? Well, I've just been over to Eastgate for a special midnight service. Aye, black mass, I shouldn't have wondered. <laughs> I thought I'd just drop these prayer books in as I was passing. It'll save me... Just a minute. Why has Mr. Jones got that big gun? And who are all those men? Oh, don't worry about them. The Nazi prisoners of war. Oh, I see. Well, what was that you said? These are German prisoners. Oh, dear. Nothing to worry about, Vicar. We've got everything under control. Oh, 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 oh. What was that? Look, sir, it's Captain Muller. 
He's lying on the floor. I don't trust him, Wilson. Well, we can't just leave him lying there. Well, come on, Captain Maverick. Have you no milk of human kindness? The man may be German, but he's still somebody's son, you know. Uh, there's some bicarbonate of soda in my Red Cross pack. If someone could undo the buckle for me. Stay where you are, Godfrey. Yeah, and don't you let go of this ladder, Mr. Godfrey. I'm still up here. Oh, oh, oh. I think the man's fainted, sir. Yes. Certainly looks like it. Well, are you going to have a look at him or not, Captain Manring? What are you afraid of? There are only a few harmless German sailors. Oh, very well. Stand back, you you, you Germans. Uh, let's have a look. I'll just undo his jacket. He used to be breathing all right. I wonder if he's... Ah! Dabby! Ah! Oh! Look out, sir. He's got your revolver. Yes, that is so. And you will notice that it is pointing straight at the vicar's head. Oh, dear. But do something, Captain Manning. No one move. The next move is mine. Holt's machine in the rear. Yeah, yeah, Captain. Look out, Jones. They're after your Lewis gun. Well, they're not going to have it, sir. We've only just been issued with it ourselves. <laughs> Somebody will get hurt. It's all right, Mr. Wilson. I'm only going to frighten them. Oh, dear. Look at my roof. (laughs) Jones, do try to remember in future that firing over the enemy's head works better in the open air. (laughs) Harry Mannering, we've been outside and looked into your office through the window, but we can't see Muller or his men. But they dashed in there during all that panic with our machine gun. If you include the vicar, whom they took as a hostage... There are nine men in my office. Why on earth can't you see anybody? They've drawn the curtains. Oh, I see. <laughs> what a damn cheek that Muller's got. Well, how do you mean, sir? Taking over my office like that. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Mind you, uh, Godfrey's rather relieved. Oh, in what way? Well, at first, he thought they'd requisitioned the gents. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't he ever think of anything else? Captain Manning, I-, I didn't let the Germans have the machine gun, did I? No, no, indeed you didn't, Jones. I did you well, didn't I, Mr. Wood? Yes, you did indeed. You did awfully well, Jones. Yes. Very well indeed. And you behaved well as well, yes. Mr. Wood. You were very cool. Yes. Oh, you do you were. think so? I'm so glad you thought Thank you. When Sergeant Wilson and Corporal Jones have finished their mutual admiration society, maybe you'd like to tell us what we're going to do now. Yeah, we can't stand around here all night. And what about the vicar? I mean, what's going to happen to him? Yeah. Remember, Captain Muller's still got your revolver, Mr. Manreen. Ah, yes. Captain, as you will see, I have your revolver pointed at the head of the vicar. Unless you agree to take me and my men back to the fishing boat so that we can cross to France, I will blow his brains out. How dare you, you you unspeakable swine? I will give you three minutes to make up your mind. Otherwise, I carry out the execution. Difficult situation, this. Well, whatever happens, sir, we can't let them escape, sir. If they get back to France, they could get another submarine and start sinking our ships again. It's really a case of one man's life against thousands, sir. Uh, a terrible decision you've got to make, Captain Mannering. 
Still, he must admit the vicar has been a bit of a nuisance at times, Jim. <laughs> he have never really liked having to share his office, admit it, sir. Yes, that's true. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Must be some other way. If only we could get your revolver away from him, Mr. Mannering. Mr. Mannering? Uh. I saw a film once called Petrified Forest, and Humphrey Bogart was holding Leslie Howard at gunpoint in a cabin all night. <laughs> and Leslie Howard kept quoting poetry and using long words. It did not upset Humphrey Bogart. Perhaps you could do the same, Mr. Mannering. I missed that film. What, what happened to Leslie Howard? <laughs> he got shot. Oh. <laughs> Stupid boy. <laughs> I saw Freddie Bartholomew in, in David Copperfield, sir. There really wasn't anything in that. <laughs> Freddie Bartholomew. I, wait a minute. David Copperfield. Mr. McCorber. Something's bound to turn up. That's it. What do you mean, sir? Well, we'll play along with them. We've got to go through the town to get to the harbour. Someone's bound to raise the alarm. It'll be light very soon now. I'll give him a shout. Can you hear me, Muller? You sound just like Sandy Powell. Can you hear me, Mother? <laughs> you finished, Pike. No, I can do Enoch as well. Let me down. Be quiet, boy. <laughs> Muller? Yeah, I hear you. All right. We agree to your terms. You have to come no sir. Look, Mr. Mannering, Muller's still holding the vicar at gunpoint with your revolver. Look at that. Oh, please, Mr. Muller, do be careful what you're doing with that gun. It's so cold. Ah, Captain. <laughs> I'm glad you have come to your senses. Tell your young soldier to hand over the tommy gun to my man. Pike, do as he says. Yes, Mr. Manrin. Very sensible of you. And now, Captain, get one of your men to bring me a hand grenade and a piece of string. Do as he says, Wilson. Right, sir. I am going to give your men their rifles, but, of course, they have all been unloaded and the bayonets removed. You won't get away with this, you know. We're bound to be spotted going through the town. No one will interfere, Captain, because you will be escorting us with the empty rifles. <laughs> How are you going to make us do that? Very simply. Ah, and here comes your sergeant with the hand grenade. Tell me, is he primed? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, you don't mind if I make sure. Hmm? By all means, carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that looks all right. Hmm. Uh, you old man. Oh, me? Uh, Corporal, take off your belt and undo the back of your tunic. I beg your pardon. Do as I say. Remove your belt. If he thinks my trousers are going to fall down, he's wrong. I've got me braces on. Now <laughs> <laughs> oh, watch carefully what I am doing. I have tied one end of the piece of string to the pin of your grenade. Now, Captain, just to make sure your behavior is correct, the old man will march in front of us with the grenade in the back of his trousers. One false move from anyone, and I will pull the string. Oh, a terrible way to die. <laughs> now listen to me. I'm the commanding officer here. And it's only right that I should have the grenade. I will not allow you to have a bomb in your trousers, sir. It's not befitting to your station. It's different from me. I'm expandable, sir. 
Anyway, they can put 20 bombs in my trousers and another 20 in my tunic and three more in my forage cap, but they still won't make me crack. That's the spirit, Jones. They are, Muller. How can you ever hope to beat us? You see the sort of men we breed in this country? Yes, rather stupid ones. <laughs> you can sneer. But you've forgotten one thing, Captain. What is that? The Royal Navy. <clears throat> Royal Navy. You've got to cross 25 miles of water. You'll never make it. I think we will because all of you will be on the boat with me. I'm sorry, I can't go on a boat. I always have to take seasickness pills now before I shall be ever so ill. Oh, to be quiet, Frank. You should leave behind the old man with the red cross bag, and he can tell your Royal Navy that you are all with us on the boat. They will not fire on their own people. Very clever, aren't you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> now, Captain, I'm going to uh, unload your revolver there, and then you can have it back. After all, everything must look as right as possible. Excuse me, but do you think I'll be back in time for the Harvest Festival? <laughs> because if not, I really ought to ring up the bishop before we go. Out of the question, you're coming with us. And when we get to France, you will all be my prisoners. And then we shall open the little notebook and examine the list. Oh, no. <laughs> Uncle Arthur, it's not fair. Tell him I was only joking about Hitler. I didn't mean it. I didn't know Germans didn't have a sense of humour. You'll notice, Captain, we are almost at the harbour. You won't get away with it. I think I will. Uncle Arthur? Hmm? If I was to tell Captain Muller that there's only a dummy detonator in the grenade, do you think he'd take my name off the list? Oh, be quiet, Frank, please. I want to keep that to ourselves for the moment. Hey, hey, Captain Mannering, look. Is that no... It's Colonel Winters coming towards us, Maxwell. You're right, Fraser, it is. Right, Muller, the game's up. What are you going to do now? I am not going to do anything. You will bluff your way out. Please, Captain Manning, if you don't do as he says... He'll pull my string and I shall be no more. Oh, no, he won't. Oh, yes, I will. Captain Manning, do you hear that? He says he will. Manning! Manning! Here comes your colonel. I'm warning you, Captain. Behave quite naturally. Good morning, sir. Where on earth are you taking the prisoners, Manoring? <coughs> well, well the, the, the fact is, sir, I'm... I'm, yeah, I'm we're uh, going for a walk, sir. That's right, sir. We're going down to the harbour. Being men of the sea, they like to have a good breeze up them. Mm, no. <laughs> Be very careful, Captain. Remember the grenade. You know, I'm surprised at you, Manoring. Your men are usually so smartly turned out. How, 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 how do you mean, sir? Well, uh, why is Corporal Jones's tunic so untidy? And what's that great lump of string hanging down his back? String, sir? Uh, yes, look, here. Don't pull it, don't pull uh, it. Uh, what's oh. this pin on the end? Oh, what on earth is I tried to, Mr. Manring. I've tried. It slipped down. It slipped down. Don't panic, don't panic. Excuse me, excuse me, Colonel Winters. Oh. I wonder if I might borrow your revolver. I wish someone would tell me what's going on. Well, I'll explain in a moment, sir. Now, listen to me, you German chaps. Would you mind offering just getting up against that wall with your hands up? Otherwise, I might have to shoot you. 
That's better, yes. Wait a minute. That grenade should have got off long ago. So it should. Oh, Mr. Manning, I've been saved, sir. I've been saved. Wilson, I thought I told you to prime those grenades. I did, sir, with dummies. Really, why is it you never do as you... You've saved Jones' life. Well, now perhaps you'll agree with me, sir. It really is awfully dangerous to keep the grenades primed. All right, Wilson. You made your point. If you think I'm going to write it out 500 times, you're mistaken. <laughs> Jones! Fall the men in. Stand by to escort the prisoners back to the church hall. Right, right. fall in, men. Get the prisoners lined up. Yes, lined up. Come on, Pike. Didn't you hear Corporal Jones? Yes, sir. What are you doing, boy? I'm just tearing up Captain Muller's notebook. And there, I've snapped his pencil in two as well. When the war's over, I'm not having given my name to her, Hitler, so there. That episode of Dad's Army, based on the original television series by Jimmy Perry and David Croft, you heard Arthur Lowe as Captain Mannering, John LeMessure as Sergeant Wilson, Clive Dunn, Corporal Jones, John Laurie, Private Fraser, Arnold Ridley, Private Godfrey, Ian Lavender, Private Pike, Frank Williams, the vicar, Philip Maddock, Captain Muller, Larry Martin, Private Walker, and Fraser Carr as Colonel Winters. The Deadly Attachment was adapted for radio by Harold Snowd and Michael Knowles and produced by J.